All right, everyone. Before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce you to our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Competing with friends in fantasy doesn't stop at the final whistle. And on Champions Round, you can take your fantasy game to the next level since they are the micro-fantasy sports platform. Champions Round is the only round-based fantasy sports game with four to six week long fantasy competitions. So they break up the season into small chunks, giving you more chances to draft the perfect team and of course, to win. You can do your mock drafts, play PPR, play with friends, with family, or even us. Play with us, your draft queens. So go on, download the Champions Round app right now and use code DQ when you download. This is very important. It's very important. Use code DQ when you download because if you do, you get $22 free. And that's $22 like the king, Derrick Henry. Download the Champions Round app on the App Store or Google Play Store to play today. All right. And now let's get into today's episode. up everybody it's your draft queens kate and michelle and we are ready to talk fantasy football as we do every single friday good morning michelle it's an early recording for these two early birds on a friday how you feeling how was your donut Uh, you just had a delightful looking donut and so there's nothing better on a friday than that I just had a donut. What a way to start the day. Super healthy, everyone. But you know what? I guarantee that that is the sugar kick in the ass that I needed. Um, So uh, I'm sure you'll hear my voice speed up uh, throughout this episode. Um, That said, I'm also feeling great talking about fantasy football. Why, you ask? Why? Because I am 2-0 in the Draft Queens League, sitting in first place. That's why. Yes. Congratulations. Let's talk about it. How did you get to this road of success? How did you make it to the top of the stack? Tell the people what you did to get here. Honestly, because Derrick Henry. Like, Derrick Henry say, owners. Yeah. yeah be, Derrick Henry owners rejoice. The first week was a little bit rough and shaky, but boy, did he return last week. Almost 200 rushing yards, 55 receiving yards, which is a very fun you know it that's a very fun and exciting thing to see for Derrick Henry owners because he's not known to be a pass catching back so like yes the the rushing yards amazing and feels very on par for him but 55 receiving yards three rushing touchdowns he scored me 44 points I mean so I'm sitting pretty because Derrick Henry that's why and I feel great about it well congratulations I uh I'm glad for you. I am. And uh, I will say, like, I'm sitting kind of pretty, too, I feel like. Uh, uh, you're not You're not in bad shape there. I'm very excited about the prospect of my team. I'm sitting in fourth out of 12 right now. Um, however, I, I far and away have the most fantasy points scored that, so far this season. So I average oh, about 10, 10 more points than any other team. I just had a really tough matchup for week one. So mm. I'm feeling... Uh, mm-hmm. I'm feeling like I'm in the hunt here. Like, I feel good about my team. I think I just, I'm one and one because I we had a really high scoring first week and I just lost. I just lost. Okay. I think you're in great shape. I love that you've got points for working in your favor. I will say something that's not working in your favor. You have seven moves from 
adding and yeah. dropping players, which is the second most in the league. Kate, slow your roll. I'm just going to say it. Slow your roll. <laughs> I I stopped for this week. Okay. So the the theme of week three is do less. Okay. Like do less, Love I think, it. is the theme. So right now there's, and we'll go through them for our start and sit. We will go through the noteworthy injuries that have happened and the folks that you could pick off the waivers. Go back and listen to our waiver episode if you're interested. But we could do less. I could do less. We, c- we could do less. So I, I feel pretty good sitting at 2-0. and Speaking of teams that are 2-0 in, in in real NFL, not in, not oh, in fantasy. Oh, yeah. The the Cardinals, the Broncos. Amazing. Yeah. The Rams, the Raiders, the 49ers, by some miracle, I don't even understand, Tampa, and the Panthers. So... I just, spoiler alert, I think I gave mine away. Like, San Francisco sort of surprises me on that list. Who else surprises you on that list that's that's 2-0? I know it's early, but still, like, yeah. they're the undefeated teams. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised at all by Tampa or the Rams, quite frankly, or maybe even the Panthers, you know? Like, that one kind of stuck out for me. Um, I would say the, the biggest surprise on this list by far for me is how good the Broncos look. I know. Um, now, will it continue to look that way? Because, you know, there are certain folks that are now noteworthy injuries. I don't know. I don't know. There's no Jerry Judy there, which is forcing the Tim Patricks of the world to step up. I don't know. We'll get into it. But the Broncos were surprising to me for sure to go 2-0 out of the gate. Well, there we go. Got some good 2-0 teams. Keep an eye on them this week. See who uh, remains undefeated uh, the longest here. And before we kick into it, because I know we've got a lot of things to get through, I just want to make sure Kate has time for her just one thing. So, Kate, what do you got for us yes. this week? Oh, well, thank you so much. I It, it <laughs> is directly in line with football. So this will not be one of my just one things that are a tangent. It's actually quite succinct. It's a really good just one thing. Just be, <laughs> spoiler alert, this might be the best part of this episode. I'm not going to lie. So here we go. Last weekend, to watch week two of football, I went to a friend's birthday party. Her birthday was on Monday, so she celebrated on Sunday for the 1 o'clock game. She's a big Birds fan. Shout out to Mary. Happy Eagles birthday. It was great. So she chose, it was a, just to paint the picture, 78 degrees, blue skies, beautiful football Sunday. And you know where she chose to have her birthday? A sports club, okay? Like, inside with, uh, thankfully, there were, like, hundreds of TVs, but I'm not even joking. It was like a, it was like a day club. There were, like, neon lights. (laughs) It was bumping music. Like, I don't know. Wouldn't have been my choice, but it was a birthday and it was a celebration, so that was fine, right? There you go. We walk in, Michelle. It's 12.59. We walk into this bar slash day club. No one is in there because everyone's outside watching fantasy football or watching fantasy football, watching football elsewhere. But you know who was in there? There was one person sitting at the bar alone, which is fine. I do that all the time. I like to be alone. <laughs> and do you know who that person was? I do, but you need to tell everybody who, who it was. That person was former wide receiver for the National Football League. For the Jets, Bucks, Cowboys, and the Panthers before he retired, 
That was Keyshawn Johnson, Michelle. It's it's so cool. It's so cool. Honestly, the the texts that came through. Obviously, we have our you know our trash talking uh, fantasy text. And when Kate sent this through, my two questions were: Are you sure that's Keyshawn Johnson? And why are you in a club? So now I have the full the full background of why you were in a club and can confirm Keyshawn was in the club too. Can confirm I was rocking my DQ hat. And if you want your own Draft Queens hat, you can go to yourdraftqueens.com slash merch. Go buy them now. Um, but yeah, Keyshawn Johnson was in the club. He watched all of the one o'clocks and went into the four o'clock games. I, I couldn't stay that long because then I was starting to feel like a degenerate. So it was time to leave the club <laughs> at around four at the half for the four o'clock games. And um he seemed to be having a really great time. I talked to I mean, him for a say, couple minutes. That was Did fine. you say hi? Did, is he going to be on the show? Like, did you did you set it up? You know, the thing about it is I feel like when you run into celebrities in the wild, the last thing that you want to do <laughs> is, like, self-promote. So I was, if I had a piece of merch that I just happened to bring that I can give him a hat or one of the things that are on our website – if I had that, I would have given it to him. Been like, I'm a really big fan. We have a football show. You're a football player formerly. Like, we love you. Here, and that's it. <laughs> that's all. But, you know, he, he seemed to be doing his own thing. We, you know, exchanged a few words to, uh, about the Rams game, which it sounded like he had money on or was really interested in, maybe as a friend on the team. Who knows? He's a very nice guy, and it was so cool love to it. see him. That's a very good one. Just one thing, Kate. That's very on on topic, on brand, and also just very fun and cool. <laughs> it is very fun and cool. But unfortunately, Keyshawn Johnson is not an active member of the NFL right now. And I think it would be uh, a good time to get into our start sit. Uh, do we want to talk about any of the injuries that have happened yeah. before we get into that? Yeah, we got to rattle off some names here. And obviously, this the, the a lot of these names are going to affect some of the start sits that we're going to roll through later in the episode. But some really notable injuries this week. Um, Tua, Trey Sermon, Daryl Henderson, Andy Dalton, Tyrod Taylor, Amari Cooper, LaVishka Chenault, Antonio Brown. Not an injury, but on the COVID list. Here we go again, everybody. Um, Russell Gage and Jarvis Landry. Some big names on here. Jarvis Landry is actually on the IR. As I said, Antonio Brown, not an injury, but COVID. So we're starting to see that, you know, sneak up again. But Tua, Andy, Tyrod, there's a lot of quarterbacks going down. So um, make sure you know those names. Make sure those names are not in your lineup, maybe not even on your team at this point. Um, and uh, in Stardom Sidham, we'll try to uh, give you a little more color of uh, what this means for your yeah. fantasy league this week. And especially what that means for your quarterbacks and your wide receivers. Those are the big ones for week three. So let's get into it, Michelle. Let's uh, go ahead with our week three stardom. Okay, Michelle, here we go. Let's get into the start portion of our stardom situm and before we do we have to present the start sit segment by our fantastic sponsor champions round and if you're not familiar with champions round go get your phone start downloading the app because i'm about to give you some free money to bet on fantasy sports Champions Round is a four to six week micro fantasy sports experience. So you can go ahead and go get it on the App Store or the Google Play Store. But go ahead and get it today because you can create your own lineups, 
have your four to six week competitions with your own fantasy teams, and you can win some money. You can use the code DQ because you get $22 free, like the king of the running backs, who we are about to talk about right now, Derrick Henry. Go ahead and get some free money on the Champions Round app and play some micro fantasy sports with us. Use code DQ today. Um, so let's talk running backs because it's always the perfect segue because we do have these 22 free dollars from champions round. Uh, we also have Derek Henry, who is the king of the running backs as of last week. If you've got him, that's an obvious start. Let's get into other starts that are not as obvious. And if you don't mind me continuing to talk, Michelle, um, I'd like to start with my, my flex in my league, who is Chase Edmonds on the Cardinals. The Cardinals look fabulous. I think across the board this week, playing folks on, if you have anyone on the Cardinals who's your RB1, wideout one, anyone really, they're playing Jacksonville, and Chase Edmonds specifically will find the end zone. He's been killing it in my flex spot. Yeah, I think it's a great call. He's he's definitely um, been picking up a little steam. The team overall looks really, really good. They have an incredible matchup against the Jaguars. And while he hasn't gotten in the end zone this week, I, I or he hasn't gotten in the end zone yet, I think this is the week for him. It has to be the week. He's looked too good to not fall into the end zone. It's bound to happen. I, I look, I'm I'm right there with you. I think some other guys that maybe are obvious, maybe aren't. You know, we talked a little bit about Eli Mitchell last week for the 49ers. He definitely stepped up to the plate, um, you know, for them last week. So, I, I mean, you think you keep rolling with him. Like, they're not getting any healthier. Trey Sermon, as we mentioned, is now also out. So, you know, he definitely stepped into the role that they asked him to, and I think he's only going to get stronger. So, yes, we talked about him last week, but um, I think uh, y- you look to have him in your uh, in your lineup again this week. Yeah, and um, not to mention, Jamichael Hasty is also suffering a high ankle injury. So Eli Mitchell is a definite yes. Trade for him exactly. if people don't know his value. Go get him on your <laughs> trade block, too. Exactly, exactly. And then another one that I think is interesting is, you know, a, a potentially Tony Pollard. Like, maybe not as your RB1 or RB2, but could be a good flex play. Um, Dallas has the Eagles this week. Their offense has looked pretty, um, pretty, pretty good. Um, but Zeke hasn't really been Zeke you know not yet you know like not bad but not great and uh they have been you know starting to uh to give a little bit more attention to Tony Pollard so could be a potential good flex play this week in the running back situation I feel amazing about Tony Pollard he looks really really beastly fantastic flex play I totally totally agree with you um one that I'm struggling with starting or sitting um and I actually might move him to the sit section but I just want to address at the onset again like Saquon owners I'm so sorry that as of last week Michelle and I advised you to hold the line with Zeke and with Saquon to start them I think I'm gonna bump Saquon down to a sit this week I was a sit on Saquon last week and it was the right call I'm not impressed by what I'm seeing at this point okay all right well don't start him we'll move him to the sit section um I feel really great about those running backs Eli Mitchell Tony Pollard Chase Edmonds go ahead and get them go ahead and start them they look fabulous yeah Um, looking looking good there running backs are pretty straightforward this week let's get into quarterbacks and wide receivers because that's kind of where um things are getting shaken up a little bit a lot of injuries that you listed at the top here Tua on the Dolphins we got uh Andy Dalton is out Tyrod Taylor for the Texans we've got 
some issues here, Michelle. I mean, do do people pick up Justin Fields with Andy Dalton sitting, and do they start him? Is it time for him to shine? Yeah, I mean, look, I I took a flyer on Justin Fields and actually drafted him, not to be my number one, not even to necessarily be my backup, but like I just saw. I saw some potential there and I, we all know that I don't, I didn't feel any, any, uh, inkling of, uh, of goodness about Andy Dalton. So, um, now that he is not able to play, Justin Fields steps in, he stepped in last week. He's going to be the starter this week. If you got him, he's, he, he, you know, and some of these other court, a lot of quarterbacks are going down. So you might be in a situation where you need someone like a Justin Fields. I think it's his time to shine. I think he's going to, he, he's going to step up to the occasion. Um, love him in a super flex. If you happen to have that in your league. And honestly, depending on how, you know, the dice, uh, fell for you, like you might need him in your number one spot this week. And I, I don't think it's a bad play. I don't think so either, especially with, uh, you know, having like an Allen Robinson there. I mean, they will connect. They will connect. It might take a beat, but I think he's a good start this week too. That's going to be a fun one. As is our dear, dear friend, Danny Dimes, who is looking more and more like Danny Dimes than he does Danny Pennies. And if you didn't listen to last season of the show, um, this is Daniel Jones, the quarterback for the Giants. Uh, we affectionately call him Danny Pennies because he does not look like a dime. But I think he's he's getting back there. Yeah, he's definitely getting back there. I mean, he's he's looking he's looking better. He's running better. The, you know, and and with Saquon not doing as good as he should be, you know, he's he's stepping yeah. up to the plate in a way that he really needs to. They play Atlanta this week. Atlanta, like it's sure to be a pretty offensive game there. Um, so I think uh, Daniel Jones owners are going to be pretty pretty happy with him this week. Uh, hopefully he can keep that up. But yeah, I agree. You know, I, I I coined I coined him Danny Pennies when he certainly wasn't looking that great. But he's mm-hmm. he's working his way back up to Danny Dimes again. I know, I know. I um I also just have to continue to shout out Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, who looks really yes. great, and this will tie directly into, we'll talk about Cortland Sutton in a second uh, for wide receivers for starting. Um, but I streamed Teddy Bridgewater in week two. Uh, he's still available in and not rostered nor starting in a lot of leagues. So uh, he is a great potential pickup and stream, and they're playing the Jets this week. So I feel yeah. good about that. A hundred percent. We love Teddy B. Um, and then obviously this is someone that you are playing no matter what, but Russell Wilson's cooking. He is looking good. He is determined. And, and, and we knew that before the season started, but he is absolutely putting his uh, money where his mouth is. And so, uh, Russell Wilson's in your lineup and, uh, definitely getting you some points this week. That's right. That's right. Well, uh, keep an eye on, again, like IR is really, really important for a lot of the noteworthy injuries this week and who to stream for your quarterbacks. Same goes for wide receivers, Michelle. I I think um, I have an apology, and that is Cortland Sutton. I'm sorry I was so out on you. I feel like um, (laughs) he just goes, he flies so far under the radar um, but with Jerry Judy sitting and Teddy B looking so great, uh, right now, uh, Cortland Sutton is a great option for Teddy Bridgewater and also is like the wideout one in Denver. So I'm stoked on Cortland Sutton. I also stream Tim Patrick, who looks really, really good as a wideout too. Um, so between Cortland Sutton and Tim Patrick, 
those would be, for me, their starts this week. Yeah, and I mean, look, spoiler alert, in our tight end section, Noah Fant is a great start, in my opinion, this week, spoiler too. Alert. Like, yep. the Broncos are playing the Jets. The Broncos have looked great. Courtney Sutlin has, you know, has uh, Sutton has always been their number one, but for whatever reason, you know, Jerry Judy just really got a little bit more of the shine. And now with him out on injury, I think Cortland, you know, really kind of owns up to that number one spot. And like I said, Noah Fant and all the pass catchers, you know, on this team uh, are looking pretty good right now because of how well Teddy's playing. And you know, look, the Broncos, you know, are, are are a quarterback forward team when you think about it with John Elway, you know, part of the the ownership and management over there. Like they've been holding out for someone like Teddy and and now all eyes on him. And so it, this week against the Jets, if you've got any of these Broncos, I think you got to have them in your in your lineup. Um, another name uh, that is uh, starting to creep back up again uh Marquise Hollywood Brown on on the Ravens he here he is he's at it again and you know the thing that's always a little bit nerve-wracking about him and why I think he's not normally drafted is because Lamar Jackson is such a wild card like Mm -hmm. is he gonna throw the ball is he gonna run the ball like what are the you know and so it's not it's not always like super reliable to have a wide receiver on the Ravens because of the way they run their offense. But Lamar has definitely been throwing the ball more. I feel like he's been throwing it a bit more accurately as well. And he's been throwing it to Hollywood Brown. Mm-hmm. I like the I like the matchup this week. He's definitely finding his stride. I think that's an amazing one. I guarantee well, I wouldn't guarantee, but um there's there's probably a chance he's available out there. Definitely a chance. And I've also seen some transaction trends on our waivers. And some folks have been considering picking up um Picking up Sammy Watkins. I don't know if I agree with that necessarily, but it could be good. It could be good. Hey, if you if you can't get Hollywood, and you know Sammy Watkins is definitely getting a few targets. It you know might be a little bit of a cute play, but he's probably available. So you know, definitely, definitely might be a little cute. But I'll tell you one that is not cute at all, and I would run, not walk, to go pick up this this wide receiver, <laughs> uh, a rookie out of. Uh, Arizona right now Rondale Moore is sitting in my flex spot absolutely annihilated the Vikings last week with Mm -hmm. 21 fantasy points for half PPR like we said earlier uh, anyone similar to the Broncos like anyone on the Cardinals go ahead with it Rondale Moore is my big bet as of week three I streamed him week two he put up 21 points for me. Go get him. I bet he's available in your league. Love that. Love that. Only 66% um, rostered. Go grab him. Yeah. Go grab him. Yeah. It, the, the team's hot. Um, any other wide receivers or you want to talk tight ends real quick? I would love to talk tight, tight ends because I have TJ Hawkinson. I want to talk about oh, him. Oh, man. Yeah, you got to talk about it. That guy is just a beast. It's honestly amazing to watch him play. And you know what? We talked a lot about this at, at the, um, you know, before the season started because of the huge trade with Jared Goff and, and Matthew Stafford. Jared Goff settling in pretty damn nice over there. And TJ Hawkinson is his favorite target. That's right. That's absolutely right. And he put up 16 points last week, I think, for my team. That's unbelievable for a tight end. He's basically yeah. a receiver. He is a receiver, isn't he? He, I mean, yes, he is. Because in, in this instance, there are no big-name receivers on the Lions. TJ Hawkinson is the guy. Uh, their run game is, like, decent um, for sure. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Jared Goff is looking to throw it, and he doesn't have many reliable targets other than 
TJ Hawkinson. So if you got him, man, you got like two for the price of one because he's he's playing football like a wide receiver right now. I have probably gotten more trade requests for TJ Hawkinson than anyone. <laughs> People like, like, I'll give you Jonu Smith. Maybe you can have George Kittle. Maybe you, I'm like, no, because TJ no. Hawkinson <laughs> is the best tight end in the league. And I would like to hang on to this dude. So uh, I agree with you. I think he's a total beast, and I'm really looking forward to his Week 3 matchup. Um, Similarly, great matchup this week for tight ends. uh, A mismatch, if you will, but let's keep harping on the Broncos. Pick up Noah Fant if he's available. They're playing the Jets. This is a great matchup for Noah Fant. Yeah. I mean, and look, we're just going to ride this Broncos train all the way out for the stardom section here. If you are streaming D's, Stream the Broncos. Zach Wilson, I think, got friggin' sacked. Like, it felt like 25 times last week. So, I mean, he is not finding his footing, you know, there as the Jets QB. The Jets are not looking great. Um, and the Broncos D is already a strong defense. Uh, again, I'm just riding this Broncos train this week. Um, and I, I love that streaming D option. Yeah, yeah. Love that. Love that. Keep keep riding the Broncos train. Um, before we get into the sit section, just one last call out here. And that is uh, Evan Ingram, if you need a tight end. Uh, I know that this is goes back to Danny Dimes, um, but I think that he he is back as of week three. They are playing the Falcons, and it could be a really great stream if you're in need of a tight end. He is back, and he is very, very good. So look at Evan Ingram on the Giants. And I think that's it for starts, Michelle. Is there anyone else you want to talk about for starting them, or should we start to sit them? We need to start to sit them. Okay, let's get into sitting them. So uh, James Robinson, a lot of people were really high on on Jacksonville to start the season. I think I was also high just on Jacksonville in general. They don't seem to be, um, you know, kind of settling in with uh, Trevor Lawrence quite yet. And as we've talked about how good Arizona looks on offense, they also look really good on defense. And James Robinson is facing that defense this week. He hasn't gotten in the end zone. I don't think this is the week he finds it. Honestly, I think you're probably sitting him this week. I just don't think he's mm. going to get through through this through this defense. Yeah, I think that's a really good call. I have not been impressed with Jacksonville as bullish as we are uh, with that team led by Trevor Lawrence. So I, I don't think it's a start this week either. I think James Robinson is really he he can't find the end zone just yet. So not yet. We'll see if he can. We'll see if he can. You know- I also, so we did mention that Daryl Henderson suffered an injury on the Rams. Sony Michelle has started to get more of the uh, the carries over there. Um, but it just feels like he hasn't fully learned the Rams offense yet. I feel Interesting. Like, Interesting. I feel like down the line he could be a good play, especially if, you know, Daryl Henderson remains out for a couple of weeks. He is a strong running back. He just doesn't seem to be clicking with the Rams offense quite yet. Um, and they are playing Tampa Bay this week. Again, I think that's a, a tough matchup. Um, so I would say Sonny Michelle is one of those, like, maybe you stash him and you're not playing him yet. I do see potentially some long-term value, um, but I'm a little worried about, you know, just him clicking with the offense and, and having a tough matchup this week, really. So maybe not quite yeah. yet on him. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And we've, we have been very... Um... We've been very spirited about the Bucks defense, so this is probably not the week to start him, uh, but a good stash. for We'll give him a week to see how he fares, and if he fares well against the Bucks, he can fare well anywhere 
uh, especially starting over Daryl Henderson. You're exactly right. Exactly. Hey, people that aren't faring well and will continue to not fear (laughs) to fare well, in my opinion, Zach Wilson, man, he is having a rough go at it. This, this, this rookie. And you just, you never know what's going to happen with the rookies. You know, it's always a crapshoot. And look, the Jets, he's already got an uphill battle, you know, being a rookie on the Jets. And uh, last week was just abysmal for him. So I'm sure most people don't have him and aren't playing him. Um, Now is certainly not the time to start trying to do that. You know, it it really, it sucks for Zach Wilson. It sucks. Uh, The reason I say that is because, you know, he's got a decent receiving core. And he... I started Corey Davis week two. He put up a big old goose egg for me, essentially. So Zach Wilson is not looking good. Be selective with the rookies that you're playing, similar to Trevor Lawrence, also not looking super, super great. Um, And then, Michelle, there are the backup quarterbacks based on all of the injuries that have happened this week to a number of quarterbacks. So Jacoby Brissett, do we get cute? I don't think we do. I don't think we start Jacoby Brissett this week. No, we, we, no, we, we don't. So we mentioned Tua has an injury. We mentioned Tyrod Taylor is out. Some people will be like, oh, they're out. Let me go get the backup. Let me have that person. No, uh-uh. don't. you don't, don't do that. Don't mm-mm-mm-mm. do not do that. Go, go backwards. Listen to some of the starts that we talked about. Justin Fields may be someone that's available. Don't go right for these, you know, these other backups that um, just, I, I mean, I don't think Jacoby Brissett, it's way too cute. In Houston, it's Jeff Driscoll. Like, you're not picking him up. Like, so, um, no, don't get don't get cute there and think that's going to be a good play. I don't like it at all. Don't get cute, people. Don't be like me and make seven waiver moves when you don't have to. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, rolling that in. So you're going to see a very big connection here between our uh, Q, you know, QB sits and our wide receiver sits. Uh, if Zach Wilson's not doing good, that probably means Corey Davis isn't doing good. If your backup quarterback is Jeff Driscoll in Houston, I'm sorry, Brandon Cooks. I know that you've been looking really good, but I don't, I don't think that's a play this week. You know, I just, mm. I just don't, unfortunately. And we, we, we were talking, you know, a little bit about Trevor Lawrence and the tough matchup this week. Look, I have DJ Chark Jr. He got in the end zone in the first week. They have a tough matchup against Arizona. Marvin Jones found the end zone last week for for Jacksonville. Uh, I just think those ones are a little bit of a question mark for me um, because the the defensive matchup is so rough this week. Yeah, it's uh, there's no there's really no way around it. I mean, there are a ton. Of, it, there's a ton of wide receivers that I'm tempted. Like I do have Brandon Cooks on my team. I do have Corey Davis on my team. I'm finding it really hard not to start them, but you do sit them this week, unfortunately. It's a tough one because they've been playing so well. Um, I'd be curious if there's anyone else, Michelle, that you feel like is a spirited sit. Uh, I, I, I would say ODB is also a spirited sit. Um, he's not, he, he's been battling a little bit of an injury situation over there. Um, and, uh, you know, Baker got banged up a little bit last week. Uh, I, I think, you know, Odell, we all, we all love a good superstar, but, um, I'm leaning on a sit for, for him this week. Yeah. Yeah. And across the board, lots of people picking up Donovan Peoples-Jones. I don't know if it's the week to start anybody on the Browns. I would just give it a beat while we wait for Baker to recover. Yeah. And uh, while we're talking pass catchers, uh, you know, a a couple of sits here. I I like Jonu Smith, but I feel like he's been a bust, you know, as of late. He has been a bust. Um, Unfortunately, I don't know if it's the new team. I'm not really sure what it is, Um, but he and Mac Jones don't seem to be connecting too, too much. I kind of see him, you know, as a a little bit of a bust right now. And 
Speaking of a bust, I think we've now talked about this poor guy every week. You know, Mike Gusecki went from bad to worse to terrible now that two is out. So uh, I, I see it ever. I see it constantly. You know, he's one of those ones that like Mike Gusecki has been dropped from seven gazillion leagues. So if you haven't dropped him yet, you should. If you did, then you probably listened to us the last couple of weeks. But that two injury uh, makes it even rougher of a go for Mike Gusecki in the tight end position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that is. I mean, maybe good. Eh, not good trade bait Uh, you know who is good trade bait potentially and I'm considering it George Kittle not connecting with interesting and uh really for me watching those games not super impressive he put three four fantasy points up the last two weeks um I'm not I'm not thrilled with him uh I also would say that I think he um he has some trade value still. If he puts up another three-pointer next week, uh, it'll be harder to trade him away. So a consideration for Kittle owners, if you want to upgrade and maybe go get someone like a Noah Fant, at, at this point, I may recommend it because I wasn't super impressed with his performance the last two weeks. Interesting. Interesting. Saying, All right. Interest, interesting little tidbit right there. Keep an eye on that one. And Last but certainly not least, when we talk about defenses, uh, the Washington football team has a tough matchup against Buffalo. Josh Allen and the crew are absolutely finding their stride. Um, I would not be putting Washington in my uh, defensive position against a Buffalo offense this week. No, I wouldn't either. And that is the absolute correct call. I don't think there's any more to be said there. And as we say every week, um, defenses, drop them, stream them. If you have one good start for one week, that's fine. That's fine. So do get cute with your defenses, but that's about the only place you can get cute. <laughs> uh, any, I mean, I think that takes us to the end of Stardom Sit'em for this week. It does. That does. Although I would be remiss not to ask you before we wrap today's show, who are your waiver wire pickups this week? Anyone that you're stashing or any QB sneaky pickups that you found? Well, we talked a little bit about Hollywood Brown. I was pleasantly surprised to see that he was available um, in one of my leagues, and I snagged him up. I think uh, that that is definitely a, a waiver wire pickup um, that you want to look at this week. Um, I will also say there's some wavering uh, conversation about Dalvin Cook this week. Might play, might not play. Was a little limpy at the end of this, uh, mm. uh, the game in week two. Um, so you might be looking at Alexander Matson, um, who has been in this position before. Um, Dalvin Cook, you know, does, uh, unfortunately, uh, is, is somewhat prone to um, yeah. injury. So keep an eye on that one. Um, it, could be, it could be worth picking up because if, uh, if Dalvin doesn't have the go, then, you know, Alexander is going to be the guy there. That's a great pickup if you can. I would plus one that very hard. Um, I have also seen this one's a little a little cute, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna put it out there for the people to make their own decisions. Um, I've seen a lot of folks streaming Quintez Cephas on the Lions. Oh, um, I think that's I think that's too cute. I think it's pretty pretty cute. Uh, however, he has put up between 11 and 15 points. So, uh, this could be his week against Baltimore. May the odds be ever in your favor if you decide to, uh, pick him up. Well, everyone, week three. Week three. Get out there and get it done. 
Absolutely. Good luck in your week three, everyone. If you have questions about your lineup or you just want to get in touch with us, find us on Instagram at the Draft Queens or on Twitter at the underscore Draft Queens. We're answering your game day questions before you set your lineup. So tweet at us, DM us. We want to talk to you. And as always, Michelle, this has been fun. Um, Virtual handshake. Good luck this week. And we are wishing everyone nothing but W's. Have a great fantasy week. 